Hello and welcome to the podcast called I Am Here. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> You're supposed to do the air horns. Oh wait, I did. there it is, there it is. Oh, yeah, I, you, you were, you did, but you froze on my computer. You know what, like, that's special effects, all right? That's just special effects, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the podcast. She is Amarilis Garcia. That me, bro. I am, wait, are we doing last names? Girl, I think you just put it out there. So I'm gonna I'm see you, Gabriela and Jay guys. Bam. Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm I'm Gabriela. Yo Gabby Gab. I'm Yo Gabby Gabs. Yes, today is Yo Gabby Gabs. Welcome to I Am Here, another episode. And here we're gonna go into it. Let's just do the thing. Heck yeah. What are we talking about today, Gabby? We're talking about self-imposed ta- uh, timelines. Yeah, do you and- know what we're talking about? Uh-huh. Yeah, now I know what we're talking about. We talked about it right before. Let me tell you, okay, how Gabby comes in. Listen. I'm going to put you on blast to everybody. Oh my how she comes Listen. in and she's like, what is it that we're talking about again? Well, I, I, okay. I, I prepared. I'm ready to talk I, about I, it, but I don't I know what ready. it is. I'm always ready to talk. And it's fine because this is a, con- like you said, it's a conversation. Yes. So we made this podcast. We're like, because, you know, we like to talk. So you know, it's not like I have to sit down and, and, and read my journals. I mean, I would I would love to do that for ASMR purposes, but I, that's a different time. That's a whole different podcast. You got to take that over there. So, all right, go mm-hmm. go for it since you prepared so well. <laughs> Yo, there's no need to put me on blast like that. But okay, I love fine. it. It's hilarious. Okay. Fine. I mean, we wouldn't be family. I feel like if, I'm in high school again. Okay. Okay, because you know when you had to do a presentation for high school, and maybe you forgot, and then they tell you to go upstairs, like go in front of the class and talk. So then you go in front of the class, and you're like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. And then you just either... Oh, oh my gosh. Is that not relatable? Am I... <laughs> Is that how, do you, how do you accidentally forget that you have a presentation that day? Let me, like... <laughs> I've had dreams like that. I've had dreams like that. But I can't say that that happened in real life where I forgot I had a presentation. Is that I just because the Gen Z problem? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I think I would freak out so much about having to do a presentation that my anxiety would not allow me to forget. So, I mean, mm. if you forgot that you had a presentation, big ups to you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I tried my best to forget it. Um, okay, we were talking about expectations and then pressuring ourselves to finish at a certain time yeah just Um, the timelines that we do because i mean like there is so much pressure almost um always i don't know like i don't know if it's almost always maybe it's just but i think there's there's a lot of pressure societally uh societally socially i don't know words Mm -hmm. are hard don't come to me Uh, (laughs) um but uh just pressures around like um performance work school um even a familial of like when when you 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 know gonna when you're gonna get married when you're gonna have a kid like all these things like all like yes so we start adapting those to ourselves and almost create these timelines of i'm gonna do this by this time so kind of talking about that um if that makes sense of yeah how those self-imposed expectations, self-imposed timelines have actually played out in our lives. Yeah. Um, when they have been beneficial, when they yeah. may not be so very beneficial, actually. Ooh, that's a very good topic that I knew 
I did not just find out. I definitely <laughs> knew about. Um, I think it's inter- <laughs> I think it's interesting because I just think about when we talked about this topic initially, like I could just, the first thing that my brain just went to was the idea of graduating in four years, like college. And very few people that I know have actually graduated in four years. Um, And I actually have a lot of friends that are so, like they're beating themselves up because they might be on their third year or like fourth year, and then they might have to take an extra semester. And then uh, like of course there's also the issue of um of money but it's also like the biggest thing that they say is i'm falling behind it's not even girl I can't afford it. that is the line i am falling behind yeah i feel like everybody else is ahead of me in what like what race is this like <laughs> exactly no if life is a race i don't i know like i don't i don't want i don't i don't want to win i don't want to <laughs> win to get to like the finish line like what exactly yeah but that's what it's like when you stop and think about it you're like wait a minute who am i competing against for what mm-hmm. like what i don't i don't yeah. know where are we going to but that's a big thing because i remember like we would call i don't know if they they still call people like this but we call them super seniors and when yes like, they do they still call i'm a super senior yeah you're a super duper senior yeah i'm a super senior yeah but it's almost like that thought of like if I don't graduate in four years um, college, then uh, I failed in some way or another, um, or I, I'm behind everybody else. Um, so there's so many different yeah. aspects of that. Like one that just came to mind right now, uh, when we were in high school, the race to being in a relationship was so real for no reason. Like, I think about that back in in high school. That was the biggest thing. It's like, oh, you're not in a relationship. You haven't been in a relationship yet. You need to get on that because blah, 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 blah. And Because there's no, they don't even say blah, 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 blah. They don't just know because it's just like, what's wrong with you? Like, that would be always the response I would get because I was one of those people who, um, who also like, girl, I didn't. I didn't get into like a formal relationship, a real relationship until I was 22. Oh, okay? 22. <laughs> like Taylor Swift, what is that song? Uh, I was feeling 22, right? Yes. But I remember that too. And, and I remember journaling about it in high school. I'm just like, my thoughts were like, man, I'm so behind. Like, never like gotten in a relationship like I remember I remember writing down like yo I'm 16 I'm, I haven't like <laughs> I'm like 16 I haven't really oh. like, dated anybody oh like by now it's probably too late like this is what my oh. at 16 at 16 the craziness of like oh man like am I even like is anybody is it ever gonna happen I, I don't know so yeah. it was almost this really like catastrophizing like oh my gosh I'm so old at 16 that there's mm-hmm. no way that this is ever gonna happen and I remember when I got into my first relationship and uh, I was like at that point I wasn't even worried about it anymore like yeah. it was just like it was whatever it's like what's the rush what's the point of this like uh and not point of the relationship, but what is the point of rushing into something exactly. like this? I was like, we're just enjoying time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's that's crazy. interesting because when you were talking about 
journaling. I, I always be, if you see me jotting things down on the side, it's like I'm thinking about what you're saying and then I'm like, okay. But, um, and I actually have this kind of cheesy, but I have this document called Letters to My Future Husband and it's on my Google Doc. When did you start that? I was How like, I was like probably 16, 17 when I started writing it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's pretty young. Um, and in it, like, it's so crazy because you see your vision of love change drastically throughout the years. And I, would, I remember specifically in the different times of my life that I kept telling my, and you know, obviously I'm, I'm still young, but like, and we're both still young, but, um, I like how you had to add that in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. I just want, no, you, cause you call, you said I called you old the other time. I don't remember which time. And I was like, no, she's not old to me. You're my age. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, you have more life experience me that has nothing to do with okay i'm gonna shut up but anyway i love um, it <laughs> letters to my future husband and in it uh i was like oh my gosh i i, I wrote a list of everyone in the family like from yeah. the women's side that had had a relationship by the time they were 18 and the list was ridiculously long and then i was comparing myself to these people saying there's something wrong with me this not and then I just kept saying, I am the problem because if all these people I know are in a relationship, if all these people that are my family have been in relationships at the age, age that I have been, then I, there must be something wrong with me. And in the list, I started apologizing for that, like to my future husband. And I'm looking back at it. I kind of laugh because I'm like, why am I apologizing for living my life? I noticed that another thing is like, media and like tv shows especially at that age when you're a teenager all you're watching is like these shows and these movies and like yeah. everything's like yo they're getting married I'm like what the heck oh my gosh like think about twilight they oh, got girl. married right out of high school like they had just turned 18 well one i remember them, like, being in school i remember being in high school and I went to prom for like 15 minutes. Don't judge me. I went to prom for like 15 minutes and then oh. I left. I mean, went, I forget where we went. I think we went to Taco Bell afterwards. Oh. <laughs> I was just like, we went for, because it was whack. But I remember, um, it yeah, it was so whack. I was so disappointed. Thank but um, I remember like there was a proposal at my prom. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> That face right there. Let, let me, let me, you said, you, yeah. you said proposal, not promposal, right? No, 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 no. Proposal for marriage, engagement ring and everything. Like, oh, it was a big thing. And it was, like, everybody was so happy and, and they were celebrating. And I remember standing there and I'm like, what is happening? Like, whoa, like, I'm happy because everybody has their own dream. And I think that's the biggest thing. Everybody has their own journey. But I remember being a 17 at that time. And I'm like, wow, that's really early. You know? And again, it's just these timelines. Like, some people get married at 17 and 18. And they live happily ever after. But I knew for me, I was like, in that moment, I was like, that is not my story. Yeah. I remember, like, um, once I graduated college... Because I graduated high school and then went straight to college. I did the four years because, again, I thought I, I was in that same, like, this is what you're supposed to do. So Amarilis in that moment, in that time, 
um, was like, all right, I got to do this by this time. Like, and I was so, um, it's so crazy because I'm not like that. But when it comes to school and work, I can be very like uh, mechanical. And I was like, yeah. all right, check this off. Like it was just check boxes. I could just do it. Boom. Get it done. Whoop. Oh, I, I could, um, I need, how many classes can I take? All right. I'm going to take all the classes I could take. Boom. Oh. Done. I know. I, I, I could do not, that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was lacking so much socially and emotionally. Mm. Um, I, I didn't really give my ch- myself the chance to develop in what, um, in that aspect. I was just focused on academics and it was like, I'm going to, I would go to class, come to the room and I didn't do anything else. Yo, when my freshman year, I didn't go to any social gatherings. I didn't go to any social events. I didn't go to any parties, right? Sad face, big time, because oh, I wanted to. Wait a minute, to. I didn't do that either in my freshman year. <laughs> I wanted to, but I wanted to, but there was a part of me that was like, um, I was so scared. That's what it was. It was like intense fear because I was so out of my, my little bubble. Um, and I was waiting for people to literally come and, and invite me and like do it for me. Um, cause people would invite me and I'd be like, no, you know, like, yeah. Um, so I'm like, what the heck? What like they're giving you an opening? What like? But for some reason, I was so I'm socially anxious, not knowing it. Yeah. And um, freshman year, let me tell you how I went to my first party. The first party I went to was because this group of people got tired of my nonsense. They came into my dorm room and they're like, "Come, oh, oh come on!" Like you know, like the, the there was a fraternity. They're gonna have a step show. Let's go to the step show. And I'm like, oh, that no. sounds like fun. Oh, it sounds like fun. And inside, I was like, this sounds like fun. But I was like, mm, no, I'm going to stay. <laughs> Anxiety is real, bro. Um, yes, it is. And they're like, nah, no. They and it was like, no. all right, two, three. I have to count. There was like three dudes. And there was like three or four girls, part of this group. They're all in my dorm room. They're like, "Uh uh-uh. They come and they grab my clothes. They pick clothes out for me. Um, They they have me, like, they have me change. They're like, you're changing now. They put perfume on me. And (laughs) the dude come and grab me, pick me up, put me over his shoulder, carried me out of my dorm room to the elevator to go to the freaking step show. Oh, Craziness. Craziness. That is crazy. It's crazy. And I got like, he bumped my head on the wall and everything. <laughs> but that's how extreme it was. Right. So, um, yeah. I'm, I'm recognizing and I know internally, I'm like, okay, socially, I'm not really, um, engaging, but I was really like, and the way that people tell you, like the, everything that, t- that they tell you to do, I went and I did my, um, four years, checked off ev- all the lists. And, um, my last, my last um, semester, I was applying to grad schools, got into grad school before I graduated. I was like, all right, going to grad school, getting my master's. I had this whole plan, all engineered in my head of I'm moving. I'm going to move out of, of Pennsylvania and just going to the grad school that accepted me. I was um, going to complete um, a doctorate degree. So I went, I, I applied for, um, to become a psychologist. Cause at that point I was like, I'm going to be a psychologist. I'm going to get my doctorate degree. So I went straight from undergrad, moved to Florida to go to grad school. 
but in my head, this is what I thought. This was the timelines I gave me. I gave myself, all right, I'm graduating um, undergrad at 21 years old. Going to, um, going to finish my, my degree. Um, I'll, start, I'll start school um, around like, I'll be turning 22 when I start school. It's a five-year program. So by five years, I'll graduate, I'll be 27. By 27, okay, I'll have a job. And like once I graduate, I'll be a psychologist. I'll have some kind of financial cushion and basis. Um, and then I could buy my house and I probably meet my husband by that time. So then we could, like, this is how my, like, I, I planned You're saying it out. all of this. And I am, I'm just, and I'm just what? thinking about, I don't even know what I'm going to eat for breakfast tomorrow. Your Amarilis at like my age is like so like crazy. Crazy. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say, okay, I can't, let me take that back because some people, <laughs> they work. Yeah. Some people way. are like that. And you know what? Organized. Like, in my head, in my head, it wasn't crazy. I think to me, it was, it was realistic. I was trying to be open and being realistic of the fact that um, this is the amount of time that I need to take to study. While I'm studying, I won't be able to start a family. So once I, like, it's just like, once I finish school yeah. and have um, the ability to really dedicate to um, a family, then I will be able to create that. And I was like, doo -doo 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 -doo, planning it, like, this is just what may happen. This is my timeline. <laughs> oh, no. I come to school, I go to school, and I did one semester and a half. I did one semester and a half in my doctorate program um, because, again, I'm like, okay, this is a timeline. These are the expectations. This is what my life is going to be like. I'm going to be a professional working woman, and I'm going to have a family. That's what I'm, I'm going to do. That's, that's it. Um, and I remember moving from Pennsylvania to Florida um, and life hitting me in the face of, I don't know anybody. I have no family down here. I have no um, friends down here. I'm in a program that doesn't really fit me, and that took a toll on me. It was more of the social aspect of it and the emotional aspect of being alone, being tired, being frustrated, trying to grind and work, trying to make it work, and that then interfered with my ability to really focus 100% on school. So in the um, beginning of my second semester, I remember contemplating the idea of, I may need to drop out. I may need to drop out because I don't feel good. Um, and it wasn't physical. It was just like, I didn't feel good um, yeah. in, in that place. I didn't feel comfortable. Um, I, I didn't see myself living like that for another five years or four and a half years. So the next day I went to, to the administration and I was like, I, I'm, I'm going to withdraw. Um, and my intention, I was like, I'm going to withdraw. I'm going to stabilize myself a little bit economically. I need to get my life together. And then I'll come back. That was my intention. And then I'll come mm -hmm. back. And I remember they told me, you know, when people withdraw, they don't tend to come back. Are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, in my head, I was like, ooh, that was like a challenge. Like, you don't know me. I'm going to come back. Right? Mm -hmm. um, but I left. It was, it was, a, it was the best decision I could have made because – yeah. That was not my journey. That was not my path. That was not really my purpose. Had I stayed in that program, um, I would not be where I am. Um, exactly. And I, like, and I like where I am. I think. And you've made so much impact in where you are too. 
Like, yeah, that's the like, coolest part. It's because I learned so much by walking away from my expectations and walking away from my own timeline. Like, stepping away from my expectations, things changed and it became more of a purpose um, and, a, and like, a, a, a purpose-driven um, decision versus uh, this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, and I went back to school. I got my master's. And here I am working yes. on my interviews. Yeah. And I still don't got no husband. I still don't got no family, right? You don't need a husband. I don't need no husband, right? But I'm your family. Oh, no. <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me? You're cute and all, but, you know. <laughs> okay, it's fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's fine. You're cute and all. But this is a, this is a thing because there's parts of me sometimes that I do grieve. I'm like, dang, yo, like, I'm 34. Like, I've, I've been able to... You don't look 34. Girl, say it you again. Look, you I don't look, think they hurt you in the back. <laughs> she don't look 34. She looks probably, okay. like, 18. You look 18. Girl, I'll, I'll pay you that money real quick after the show. Okay, thanks. For <laughs> but here's the thing, like, I... I um. Because that's still a big part. Remember, my image was, and my, my goal was, I'm going to be a working professional family woman, right? Um, and I, I set up things in my life where it's just like, I build, I build like a, a tower, and then it's just like, brrr, broken down, because that's yeah. not really my, it's just not the way God wants me to live. Yes. Honestly, it's just like, and, and I've had so many different conversations with him and arguments with him in my prayers throughout the years um, of like, yo, but I'm, this is what I'm supposed to do. Why are you taking that away from me? Why are you doing this? And it's just like, again, they it's say, almost like, no, what, you, what they say, what do they say? What do they say? They tell say if you want to make God laugh, you tell him your plans. I don't like that. I don't like that quote. But Maybe it's true. Is I don't think he laughs at me. I don't think he laughs when I think I make he laughs at us. I think he laughs. I mean, at us a I lot. mean, he laughs. He laughs at me all the time because he thinks this ain't you so cute. <laughs> um, but I also think that there's a part of um, of us and like our goals that match his goals. Otherwise, we wouldn't have that desire. I think he gives us those desires. I heard somewhere it's not it's not my quote. So don't I forget who it is though. But the the root words of desire is like of sire, like of Lord, you know, mm. desire is del Señor, right? That's so um, cool. So when we have a desire, I don't know who said that, but it's stuck in my brain. I wish I could give you credit, but I don't remember. But um, thinking of desire of sir, of the Lord, when I have a desire, it's because it comes from God, you know, it, it comes from a spiritual Place. it's a matter of how attached we are to that desire you know and, and how attached to uh we are to how it looks you know yeah. um so I wanted to help people and I wanted to be a professional but it wasn't in the way that I I imagined it to be it turned out to be something different but when I'm looking at my life I am I am meeting a lot of those those desires of helping of working of collaborating of um, I'm, I'm still in the same in the same field it's just a different lane um, and I have those conversations of like yo well like I still have those fights 
I'm still trying to grow. He's still trying to mold me because it's a battle. Um, and I'm like, well, yo, like, okay, yeah, now, like, I'm, I, I did all these things and I still have those fights. I'm like, I did all these things, right? Why, why, why am I still waiting for the emotional family part? And what I keep getting is just like, girl, you got to wait. Yeah. You got to wait because one of my prayers has always been, you know, prepare me um, to be, to be um, the best woman I can be, to be the best um, mother, to be the best wife, to be just the best sister. But I, I pray for my future family and, and for me to be what that future family desires and needs. Um, yeah. So I think a part of it in, in this stage of my life where I'm at is accepting that I'm not there yet. Mm. You know, that I'm still being molded to be what my family may need. Um, yeah. And again, the idea of what I have um, family looking like may not be what I actually need or get. Um, family may look completely different. Um, so it's almost like okay, I have these expectations and these desires and these certain timelines and they don't work, you know? And it's not to say that I don't make plans. I do make plans, but it's almost opening myself up to know that the plan is always flexible, um, that it's not how I get there, but it's the, the feeling and the ultimate goal that God has. Um, yeah. So that's why I disagree with that. Plan, uh, God, you make plans and, and, and God laughs. I like, think, I think. He kind of, think, he makes the path for you. Listen, this is it's how Linda. I take the quote. This Tell is how me. I take the quote. I take the quote as um, when we think we have our life planned out and we think we know exactly what we're going to do. God's like, oh, you're laugh. cute. He's going to laugh because he's going to be like, oh, that's cute. You think you know, <laughs> you think you know what's going to happen tomorrow, but you don't. And I, that's how I take it. And I always think about that quote. Um, and I think whoever said, I, I think I read somewhere that whoever said it was a jerk. I, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So it's not about the person who said it. It's about, I don't know. I, I just think about the idea of me telling God everything. We're not God, just me telling the world and me telling myself exactly word by word and every single thing that is going to happen from now until whatever time, because I think about my situation and I, I laugh because I thought I had everything figured out. I had to tell me about, tell me about your plan. Like I, okay. So like I graduated even going back from there, but like, but like I graduated from, from high school time. and I am immediately, I immediately was like, I went to one school. And I said, this is definitely the school that I'm going to stay at. I can see myself graduating from this school. Which was <laughs> it was the same school I went to. And the same school I went to where they had to like, pull me out of the dorm to go party. Yes, and I did not have that experience. <laughs> I did not have that experience. I, I was there for a year, and I told myself, I'm going to have friends. I'm going to just focus on schoolwork, no relationships, nothing. And up until that point, I hadn't been in a relationship like ever. And the first thing that happens as soon as I get to that school, I get into my first relationship. 
And then I tell myself, oh, awesome. this is going to be great. I'm going to go. I'm going to focus on school and just school. And then I did not do that. And for the first few weeks of my relationship, I was just skipping classes. And But eventually we broke up and I got back on the grind. And then I was kind of like where you were at that point. But wait, I time out because you're like, you're like speeding through. Wait, okay. So you came in to school talking about and I think so many people do that. Like, I think everybody does it every, like, start of a new semester. Whether you're in high school or whether you're, like, in middle school or college, it's just, like, it's, like, a fresh start. So you're just, like, ooh, I'm going to do it right this time. I'm just going to yeah. study. I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to fix everything without yeah. really having steps. You're just, like, it's going to be different this year. It's going to be different this semester. I'm going to be on top of it. So it's, I, I think it's kind of that promise yeah. of, of a fresh start. But then you got into a relationship, which was yeah. not which was not what you were expecting. Yeah, was not what I was expecting, and but, I had. But I had I actually, think maybe you needed that. I maybe the guy was kind of crazy, but like, um, I. It's funny because like the week before, I had told my dad. It was in the car with my father. And I turned to him. He was not the one that told me. I was the one who told him. I said, no boys for me. Usually it's the dad that says, no boys for you. Focus on your schoolwork. No. He was like, whatever happens, happens. And I turned to my dad and said, no. No boys for me. And within, That is so funny. Your dad knew more than you. He's like, girl, you yeah, went to college. Exactly. He goes, but bit. if anything happens, don't be hard on yourself. And I said, no. I am not going to look or breathe in a man's direction. Like, I was so set on not Why? having a relationship. I don't know, because I was like, school, 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 school. I'm paying to be here. And I was always very school-oriented. Um, and even thinking back to high school, I had never had straight A's until my sophomore year of high school. And then I started getting straight A's and 4.0s, which is, that's just funny to me now. But, like, I was doing so well because... I had these like ridiculous expectations that I thought I needed to follow. You know, it's funny. Until... Like your like Dio Gilberto, like your dad and my mom gave us sound advice, and we were like, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess that runs in the family. I'm not oh, sure, but I, I just I had that that expectation of like, okay, I'm going to do good. I'm going to do good, and this is what I'm going to do. And it's crazy because I think back to my first semester in college, I ended up being on the dean's list, like the, la the first two semesters. And that was the worst semester of my life. Like thinking back, like I didn't leave my, like you said, like you, I didn't leave my dorm. I never went to a college party until like maybe last year. Why are we year? like that? It's, it's a family thing. I think it's a family thing. I think it's because we're told, ha <laughs> ha, that's a different topic, huh? <laughs> okay, but time out, because your dad was just like, whatever happens, happens. Like, yeah, I think our he was kind of insinuating family. that there is um, more to life than just books. Um, but we got other books. Yeah, I got I you. Know, I got man. you. I don't know, man. I just know that I told myself, okay, at school, 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 school. And then... I actually had the pleasure of having two lovely friends. They would, like, come into the room, knock on the door to remind me to eat food because oh I was not eating food. I was 
locking myself in my room and focusing on school and I never went to any anything like ever I never went to any parties or anything because I wanted to, I was like okay school is important and I wasn't happy I got I got mm-hmm. a 3.8 GPA and I wasn't happy oh don't even get me started well, girl because you were locked up in a room well, yeah that's exactly why and then I went I switched colleges which I, I never thought was gonna happen like I thought I was gonna not die in that school but I, I thought I thought I was gonna ride Dream, it out. I'm gonna die in the school yeah. I mean. listen if I tell you what I went in and I said to myself I'm going to be an English teacher for 9 through 12 like grade that was like my my goal I said and I'm gonna go to the school and I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna graduate in four years and here I am in a completely different school, closer mm-hmm. to home, uh, going to parties, not on Dean's List, but still doing good mm-hmm. on a, as a professional writing major because I realized that that's my passion. And I wasn't going to compromise my passion because of expectations. Because that of the you world. put your, on yourself because nobody exactly. else put that on you. The world kept saying, and by the world, I mean a lot of it was like who you surround yourself around. But a lot of it is be practical. Be practical. Think of your future. And we live in a generation that I think we don't really acknowledge, at least a lot of the time older people don't really acknowledge, not everyone, but... Um, that there are a lot more opportunities in several different fields that they never knew or they couldn't They're have. brand new. They didn't exist yeah. before. Exactly. I think a lot of times um, our family or even old mentors or teachers or different community members or our friends try to prepare us and give us advice on things that don't exist anymore a time that doesn't exist anymore generations that don't exist anymore so they're giving us tools that were helpful to them or things that they learned that they wish or maybe you know like sometimes it's like things i wish i would have known so i'm giving to you now but there's certain things that are different now that are not the same that's a different world and it's like those tools no longer work here Um, and not to say all of them because sometimes there is like this very wise sound like common ground but there's like almost a practicality of like what are you studying um do you decide to go to college or not you know it's so it's such a different world than it was 20 years ago 30 years ago and that's so annoying sometimes (laughs) for people that are like young because you're living you're you're seeing Yeah. yeah you're seeing what the world is and you're like that doesn't work here exactly and it's crazy because then you a lot of the time you're imposed um i remember being in high school and then thinking to myself that i wanted to be a writer and then skipping all the writing and poetry classes to take anatomy because everyone wanted me to be a doctor because i had good grades and i knew like i like science but i knew i didn't want especially i had to open a cat and in the process of like me opening the cat wait time out yeah a cat like yes. a meow meow gato meow 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 gato yeah that what the heck yeah so okay this is actually an interesting story they paired me up with the <laughs> with the guy in the class that loved cats the most yo i had to like dissect a worm you dissected a cat <laughs> a cat yes a, a a cute cat and she no, was pregnant is, where's Peter at <laughs> who let the teacher do that 
I don't know. This was 2016, so it was not that long ago. Yeah, um, what the heck? Yeah, so I, yeah, it was my senior year of high school, and we're like, oh my god, I still remember that, because, okay, uh, yeah, so you dissected a cat. Yeah, of course, but I, <laughs> they paired me up <laughs> with the one guy in the class that loved cats, like, a lot, and um, um, at the baby. time, I think I had, is, yeah, I had a crush on him at the time, and so I was like, okay, I'll do it, and then, so I was the one opening the cat, well, which, You're like, like I'm in gonna my save mind, you, boo. yeah, I know, I'm, like, thinking back, and I'm, like, wait, he probably still scarred to this day, at one point, I, like, stood on top of the lab table, and I just, like, started, like, ripping it apart, and then I still remember his face, like, terrified, <laughs> and, like, I had to do it, I wanted to get a good grade, and this boy wasn't touching it, and my professor, my teacher yeah. came by, and she's, like, Gabby, get down from the table. It's unsanitary. And I'm like, we're dissecting a cat. What is sanitary about this situation? But okay. But anyway, sorry. Completely off topic. Yo, that's uh, crazy. I took anatomy. I took anatomy. Because I, <laughs> I, I told myself, cat. yeah. And I told myself, I want to be a doctor. I didn't want to be a doctor. I, after taking anatomy, I had an A in anatomy. And I still was like, I'm just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have to do it. And that it's something that's so that, important yeah and like and we live in a world where we're versatile like a lot of us can do many different things um and it's okay to pick the one that you like the most and not the one you're best at necessarily and i remember thinking to myself that writing never came easy to me i just liked it a lot like i i was very passionate about it and despite having a hard time reading growing up like I still decided to go for English which is not mm -hmm. very practical um and I'm taking a professional writer I'm professional writing major with a minor in what was it wow I don't even remember my minor English literature yeah <laughs> yo <laughs> do I still do typos a lot but of course but the thing is I was like, okay, I switched my major sophomore year of college, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to graduate in two years, in the next two years that I'm there, mm -hmm. and then I had to take a leave of absence because of my mental health, and then I had to take another leave of absence because of my mental health, and that's okay, and it was so hard. It's more like, than okay, it's like, bro, you need that. Like, yeah, exactly. I think that's what, I, I think that's what we miss. It's just like, we have these timelines and these uh, structures and these expectations and this is, this is, this is, this is, this is what we're supposed to do and this is how we're going to do it. But there is whole other side of what about my emotional well-being? What about my spiritual growth? What about my social development? What about all these other factors that create a whole healthy human being you know that create like you said just happiness being like accomplishing things and and meeting deadlines to what you know like i think about it like this and i don't know if i told you this but i, I tell people often because um i see um i've had a lot of conversations with ap students or like mm -hmm. uh, dual enrollment students who are really high achieving and they're like oh oh i need to like 
Um, and it's exactly what we're talking about, just like having this yeah. pressure of deadlines of I have to meet this criteria and I have to do it by this time, otherwise I failed. And I just say, because I can relate to that, I can understand it, I, I didn't have it to that level, but I, I, I can, there's a part of me that kind of identify with that, of like wanting to be at a certain point. But again, like we were talking about, what are we rushing towards? Like, yeah. what are we rushing towards? When you go see a doctor, do you ask him what he majored in? Do you know what your doctor's major was in? No. No. When um, you see a doctor, okay, um, do you know whether he graduated in the four years, did he graduate and complete his undergrad bachelor's degree in four years? We don't know. Or did he take seven years to complete it? You know, do we know if your doctor, if she took a leave of absence or if he took a leave of absence? We still call them doctor. They still are doing the same work. So yeah. when you think about it long-term, how much does it really affect us when we do something like when we accomplish by what deadline we accomplish it it doesn't really change our ability to serve to um to create to develop to connect like it yeah. doesn't so what am i sacrificing in order to achieve this timeline this fixed thing that i just developed in my head because i think that's what i'm supposed to do and i'm yeah. magically gonna be perfectly happy by April of 2021, you know, like, <laughs> doesn't make sense. If only, yeah. if only it were that simple. We, and, and I think that's part of it. We want to make it that simple because it gives us um, some false sense of security. Like if we have a plan and it's perfect, then now we're like good. Yeah, it's weird because we were talking about of like getting married and whatever and I found a journal when I was a kid I had written down that I was gonna get married at 25 mm -hmm. I'm 22 mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like hmm I, I don't think that's happening <laughs> yeah and, it's crazy to think that. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with getting married at an early age. But it's crazy for you because you're not at that point, you know? And it's just like little eight-year-old Gabriela, maybe 16. Let's get her. 16-year-old <laughs> Gabriela was like, this is the timeline. But based on just like, and, and I think honestly, that's pretty natural uh, when we're younger. You know, we have, we see, um, like we were talking about movies, shows, family life, and we're like, this is how it's supposed to be. Um, my parents got married at 25. By 25, I'm going to get married, you know? Um, and we put that as just like the end all be all, and that's the only way because that's what we've seen. Um, and I think that's very natural of, of being younger. But then as we grow, we're seeing, yo, life is so different. Life is really so is. different and... Um, there's so many different, and it's supposed to be like, as you grow and you develop your identity, start shedding different layers and saying, okay, this is the me that people expected me to be, but that's not really me. Mm -hmm. This is a me that I was and it served its purpose, 
and now it's no longer serving me. Thank you. I appreciate that work that you did for me, but now I'm like becoming a different person and we're constantly traveling, constantly discovering, constantly being challenged in different ways by life. Um, Just with, with environmental issues, um, like societal issues that come up, family issues that come up and just our own internal process of discovering all this you're going to pivot you're going to redirect and you're supposed to like we're evolving creatures that's what we're supposed to be doing um it's just really funny how sometimes when we stick almost to the timeline and to expectations we become so fixated on it that it causes us more stress and once we let go of that expectation and those timelines we start to kind of see freedom and feel freedom of, yo, there's so many possible ways of getting to this end goal, to the actual purpose. Because yeah. when we look at it, it's just like, well, I think about it, I can't, I think I can't speak for everybody, but I think about it for me of like, why did I want to, um, to finish um, a degree? Why did I want to be, uh, complete my psychology degree by the certain time? Because in my head, I was planning, um, I want to be a professional helping person. And I want to have time to enjoy my youth, you know, because I was thinking, I'll just put in the work up front. So that way I have more time to just enjoy my youth. But isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. Sacrificing my youth so I can enjoy it. Uh, (laughs) Actually, that's actually... Um, one of the things that I think about when I think of my mom is I'm trying so hard not to do that because of her. Like my mom went, she got two masters. She was working on a, yeah, she's like a professional student, your mom. Yeah. (laughs) She, she, she was on her third masters and I was like, oh wow. Like she was always, and I, I didn't see her for like, barely saw her. And then her whole time and then she was diagnosed with with cancer um and then towards the end of her life like I remember asking her about that because like I remember being very like student oriented like school oriented this is what I want to do is what I want to do and then she told me yes but don't forget about to have fun just don't forget to be in the moment because I had this whole plan and she used to say everything happened for a reason and uh it did because I did get to spend a lot of time with her mm. and even though it wasn't in her plan or like in her expectations as to what was going to happen mm. I'm in a weird way grateful to have had her yeah. be close to me and not be always in like work because I think about if she wouldn't have been diagnosed if she wouldn't have come home and she, any of that, I probably wouldn't be the person I am today because I wouldn't have had so much influence from her. Yeah. Um, so that's like one of the things that helped me kind of accept that we never know. <laughs> and that's okay it, to not know. There's a song by John You're not John supposed Bellion. to know. Yeah, there's a song by John Bellion. He's not everybody's cup of tea. But it's a song <laughs> and it's called Maybe IDK, Maybe I Don't Know. And the entire song is just like wondering why all these things. And then you're like, well, I don't, maybe I don't know. And maybe that's okay. And that's like kind of what I think about when I think about expectations and I think about all the pressure we put on ourselves 
it's okay to put on a little bit of pressure, like a little bit, it's okay. Because it, it does like, I mean, there's a difference between like this pressure of timelines and goals. Yeah. I think the difference. Uh, yes. Have a goal and in order to um, meet it and to accomplish it, I do have to break down into small steps and give myself a deadline. You know, like if I'm going to do something, I'm, I'm going to do it by Friday. You know, because yeah. that helps me stay accountable and helps yeah. me continue to move. Um, yeah. I think the difference and the problem comes in when we tie ourselves to these timelines. And there's so much rigidity that we um, beat ourselves up and our whole world starts crashing down when things don't go exactly as we want them to or exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think, honestly, if things worked out exactly as I planned, I think I would be upset. <laughs> I think I would be upset because what is the fun in that? Where's the joy and the mystery of just like all of these crazy stories? When I start looking back, I'm like being able to have like that hindsight and look back and say, dang, all these steps that I thought were circumstantial, all these um, events that I thought were coincidences or meaningless because I was like, oh, what the heck is this? Blah, 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 stupid, stupid. I'm just doing this because I have to do it for right now. But this is stupid. All those things then lined up to give me the experience, the knowledge, the, um, the wisdom to meet something else, you know, to yes. really accomplish, my, um, accomplish and meet a, a part of me, a goal of mine. Um, and a feeling, you know, like I think I say these goals, but it's more of like, the purpose in my life the whole reason of being and it's it's opening space up so god can be miraculous that's almost like i see i'm like i had a certain plan and i had it like this and if it came out that way i don't think i would be happy yeah. i don't think i'd be happy because then the mystery and the joy and the freedom is gone it's almost exciting um mm -hmm. it's don't get me wrong it's exciting in a very scary. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a it's like a roller coaster. Are you going up, and then you look and there's a big. Oh man, that's the worst part. I love it when you're just like at the top and it's like it's going up and you're like, oh, you hear the clack 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 clack, and then you get to the. Peak. That's where you are. You're at the peak. When you're at the peak, you're like, oh, oh what's gonna happen? Oh, I know what's gonna happen, but oh, oh, oh. Like, that's how it feels. <laughs> No, and then it's just like almost like time freezes, like it's a pause, and then you're just like, I know it's gonna drop, but when and can it happen soon? Because this is scary. <laughs> oh, so much. yeah, it's the anticipation a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. What are you grateful for, bro? I'm grateful. Can you go first? Because I don't remember what I'm grateful for. What the heck? <laughs> What the heck? Okay. Uh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You got something? I'm grateful for this green tea from Panera. I can't with you. <laughs> it's really good. Green tea is awesome. Hydration is important. Oh, green tea is so yes, good. Yes, hydration. Um, what am I grateful for today? I am grateful for... Okay, I'll, I'm grateful for giraffes. <gasps> Why? <laughs> okay, this I is the reason. Giraffes. This is the reason because I remembered 
Um, I remembered when you were here last, um, the last visit, and yes, and um, you you were kind of having a, like a moment, and then I was like, all right, bro, yes. what, are you, what are you grateful for? List out all the things <laughs> that you're grateful for right now. Go. And you just said giraffes out of nowhere. And you're like, I don't know why I said giraffes. <laughs> but giraffes are cool, man. Like, they're so cool. Like, they have the long eyelashes. And then you just so have these cute. long, and they're black tongues. I remember, like, um, going to Six Flags. And, okay, I fed, I fed them. That's exactly what I'm You remember? Because you were there. You were mad little. We fed, fed the them. We weren't supposed to, but we, we fed them. We weren't supposed to. Peter's going to come after us for this show. Because I definitely <laughs> fed the, they came through the sunroof. And like your mouths are just coming into the car. Yo, I remember your car behind us. And we're like, oh, they can't move. They're surrounded by giraffes. <laughs> oh, oh, they I were coming giraffes. in. And like their tongues are all black and we're feeding them Cheetos. Like we're <laughs> feeding the giraffes Cheetos. Like, oh, no. Well, I'm sure they're fine. Or, well, they're probably dead by now. But like, because that was a long time ago. But I don't know. How long did they live? I'm going to Google it right I hope, now. I hope they're still alive. But I know they how? stopped. I think they stopped having the giraffes out because people kept feeding them, and we were not supposed to. But how long do giraffes live? Oh no! Oh, okay. Twenty to twenty-five years. Oh, they're good. They're okay. Good. They're fine. They're probably they're fine. Good. They're they're good. They're good. Yeah, Our homies are fine with their Cheetos. But I'm I'm grateful for giraffes, and and I am grateful for um for surprises yes do so, i have to say a deep thing now no you don't gotta say nothing you like your green tea i'm great i'm great i'm, I'm grateful for hydration <laughs> you better stop i thought you were about to start beatboxing but <laughs> please don't oh, oh no, no. We'll work on that for the next show. Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah. So thank you guys, everybody, for sharing with us your moments, your time, um, and just hearing our stories. Hit us up. Hit us up on um, Instagram. You could uh, send us DMs. Uh, I am here. Pod. Uh, yes. Follow us. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I am here. Podcast on YouTube. You can leave a comment on your favorite part of this podcast. Yes, let us know your stories. Let us know your timelines and yes. just share with us um, or what you want us to talk about next time. Shoot us an email at I am here pod at gmail. Yes. Whoop, whoop. All right, homies, we'll see you next time. Appreciate you. And we are glad that you are here. And I am here with you. What's up? Whoop, whoop. Thank you.